Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Thomas. This is Ron. And together we are Mindful, Mindful Conversations, Conversations Over, over coffee. coffee. Well, today we are going to talk about mindful leadership. We meet every month or thereabouts. And really the purpose of this is to hold each other accountable to walk the talk and talk the walk. In so doing, here's Ron. So Thomas, how are you doing? Very well, thank you, Ron. How are you doing today? Good, good. I mean, it's um, we're we're trying once again a slightly different uh, technology format. We're virtual today. Yes, forever evolving, as the case may be, which is <laughs> good. That's it. That's it. So, um, uh, for our listeners, uh, stay tuned or stay um, not stay tuned, but stay um, stay open. Be mindful as we experiment <laughs> with our, yes. our mindful conversations over coffee podcast. So, I uh, think so Thomas, how's it? Uh, Sorry, go ahead. No worries. Sorry. So how's your, how's your, so it's been a couple of weeks since, um, since our last episode. Um, how are things been going? Very well. Uh, I wanted to do a little shout out uh, the games uh, model that uh, we've, I think, alluded to in the past podcast uh, has worked out very well. Uh, so that's the, uh, the goal selection, adversity, um, mindfulness, uh, experimentation. Experiment, and, uh, a new one, yes. yes the experimentation uh, as well as the satisfaction is working quite well. Uh, so I, I guess if we're jumping right in, um, I've used that uh, model to overcome some of the challenges with uh, the sales conversation as the oh, case may be. Cool. So, I look forward to hearing about that when we get to um, a recap of the homework that we had. Yes. Yes, I, actually, for once, I'm eager to jump into the whole exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so I, I want to spend a little bit. I mean, from so uh, the, the last four weeks for me has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, coming off the um, where, so where you, you were talking about the games model. So, the last four weeks, we've been uh, running uh, the, the first ever, the inaugural Mindful Leaders Workshop. And uh, the feedback from that was actually fantastic. So, I'm really quite excited. I have version two already outlined and um, for those that are listening uh, stay tuned in for the next launch is the, that is going to be in September so uh, so stay tuned because uh, I think it's going to be that much better based on that first iteration and what what Thomas was talking about was the, is the games model that, that we've talked a little bit about on the podcast uh, but basically it's this um, uh, I guess tool mindfulness tool to do what I get what I call off the mat so meditation is what you do when you know, on the mat. You, you want to obviously have that daily practice, uh, but the games model is uh, something you do uh, on a uh, when you need to interactively, and uh, you can actually actually get the 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 whole. I guess there's an email series uh, if you go to learntolead.co, and I'll have a link to that for the Mindful Leaders Toolkit. I'll put a link in the episode if you want to be able to. Uh, sign up for that and get all the details of what Thomas is talking about. Um, yeah. So out of that workshop, Thomas, I updated the, um, uh, the five stages. So working through the five stages, I've, I've updated the, the games model uh, itself. So we changed some of the, uh, the experiment as opposed to uh, uh, execution. The uh, experiment was much more playful and uh, absolutely fantastic way to, to spin it. Tweaked a little bit of the 12 measures. So the 12 measures is what we're doing here on the podcast. So each month we take a particular measure and we go in deep. So I've tweaked a little, that a little bit. And uh, another thing, Thomas, so we had the workshop. Another thing I was at was the Mindful Society Conference. Yes, you mentioned that. Yeah, so this was really, this was really, really cool. So this was two days. I mean, I guess they had, they had some things on the Monday and the Friday, but it was a Saturday, Sunday. I think it was about, maybe about two or three weeks ago. 
and uh, really inspiring speakers. There is a, a gentleman, I, I forget his name, uh, but he's the primary English interpreter of the Dalai Lama, was one of the, was one of the speakers. And uh, he talked about compassion and empathy, and, and it really hit a, hit a, con really connected with his, um, with his message. And it really kind of actually filled in some gaps for me in the whole, the, um, um, you know, the five stages. And I think where, where, where I'm finding, you know, I was, I think I was for a period of time, you know, I, I think we, we always want to find our purpose, struggle with our purpose or, or try to figure out what our purpose is. Um, but what really kind of that and some of the other speakers what really kind of hit for home for me was that um, you, you, you need, you need to be able to connect with others to find your purpose. It's not just about goals. It's not about striving. There's this, um, this need, if you don't include, if you're not including others and truly connected to me, that just locked home. Um, and I'm so inspired for, for, for where I am right now. And, you know, helping people kind of unleash their inner leader is really my purpose. And uh, as a mindful leader, uh, or as a practice, you know, getting to that, that stage, um, I'm so connected with that purpose. I've had that aha, uh, which has been absolutely fantastic. Well, there's a not without a sense of irony here in that uh, this is typically a business application that we're talking about. And I mean, to come from uh, a place in somewhere in Tibet with, uh, with the Dalai Lama's assistant truly is inspiring in that perspective is key. Um, and to apply some of that uh, the Buddhist Zen, as the case may be, into modern leadership, I think is much the evolution as to where this whole oh, beast is going. And yeah. the, you know, the compassion is, is part of the, the corporate um, structure as we know it has been there, but often has been overlooked. And I'm very inspired and glad to hear that you're having these connections. Um, quite frankly, this is where I think some of the gaps can be closed and a shout out to future uh, folks out there who are looking to perhaps strengthen their acumen. Maybe it might not be as much um, in the, the hard and fast traditional set as we know um, for the leadership, but more to look out the uh, emotional intelligence, compassion, and look from the different perspective that often comes from different areas where you never would have imagined. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point because, it, you know, it, I think, uh, you know, having fallen into that trap myself for, for years, I, and I think just, I think it's just society in general where we are, it, it's all about striving as an individual and how you succeed as an individual and, and um, um, you know, who you need to, you know, um, not necessarily step over, but I mean, it's, it's not about the, the, the connection and, and the serving aspect. And I really, you know, I, uh, to me, there's, um, you know, there's, there, I think there's a thing called empathy where, yes, you can connect with others, but com compassion is that much more different is where you're, you're compelled to act, right? So we can all have empathy for somebody else, but if you're not compelled to act, it's just empathy. It's not compassion being compelled to act. And that, and I think that com that being compelled to act at, to, to be of service that's the compassion, and, and I think that is the, to me, the, the, the ultimate of a, of a mindful leader of, of, of what are you, who are you serving, and are you compelled to act to be able to do something about it, whatever that mission or purpose might be. Um, well, and this is, I mean, it's an, an, an evolution is, I guess, is the, the word that comes to mind. Simply, you're taking best practices and um, 
initiative perhaps might be something that uh, is a word that business leaders might understand now is you own it and then you take the initiative to make those changes as necessary. Yeah. 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 And yeah, so, so, I mean, it's, it's uh, slow, we've, a little bit off a topic, but it was just been a fantastic uh, for a couple of weeks for me. Um, and I had a great conversation with actually one of our listeners um, cool. on Friday and um, uh, Judy, so thank you for your, <laughs> for, for our great conversation on Friday. And she uh, is actually looking at bringing um, mindfulness into her team, which I, which I thought was just absolutely fantastic. Um, so it's kind of giving us a, a you know, a sense of, um, you know, I, I'm finding we're, we're try, starting to attract a couple different types of people. So one is the, you know, I think what brought me to mindfulness originally is the type that, you know, I want to use it to improve my own game, improve my own effectiveness. So I think there's a, you know, that we, we were attracting individuals like that, but, but I'm, I'm noticing another sets where people want, you know, so they're doing it for themselves, but they also want to start doing it within their teams, within their organizations um, and perhaps even with their clients. So I think there, there, there's other, um, um, where, where the, this term mindful leader is not just about, you know, using it for yourself, but it's also how you bring in mindfulness into uh, however you happen to use it. Well, if we look at uh, the traditional way of inspiring mindfulness in a team, that's, that's bringing a box of donuts for your colleagues. <laughs> that's right. It's, uh, it's a little more fulfilling. Yeah. <laughs> Always leads to the donut. Um, with that in mind though, it's interesting to hear that again, a, a leader has been, compelled uh, to move this tool uh, to share with others and uh, pay it forward element, I think is, uh, is very good of her to do that. So yeah. empowering yeah. others to empower themselves really is where this ends up, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, so that was, so that was, uh, it's been a fantastic few weeks, Thomas. So um, uh, now we can get into the homework. So I'm kind of curious. So yours was, um, you had a, um, your homework from last, so we were looking at possibility, right? So this is the second measure of, of uh, mindful leadership. Uh, possibility, uh, noticing um, where you're, like, from a judgmental perspective, um, and curiosity, and uh, that whole, or shifting to curiosity, and, you know, building, you know, the, the positive mindset type of thing. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of curious what, um, where you, uh, your, 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 the results of your homework. Well, um, like I mentioned earlier, I was very excited um, based on some of our previous conversations, um, I guess owning the experience and really taking it to a place where I've identified um, some of the challenges in the day-to-day -day, uh, environment and some of the conversations um, and really being able to push through some of the negative uh, talk uh, in the head um, and actually doing as opposed to thinking, fearing, um, navel-gazing, I guess, uh, ruminating, is phenomenal. Uh, and again, alluding to setting the goal, saying I, I am going to pull on the door handle and I am going to walk through that door and whatever I happen to face with the these mental images and pictures won't be so bad. Mm. Um, and in so doing, then realizing that, okay, exploring this conversation in the mind, um, putting it to rest, and then physically walking through after visualizing that um, is a challenging thing to do. And it's been very uncomfortable. Um, having said that, um, ownership 
leads to action, which leads to results. And at uh, day's end, when you do have the results, then something is working. And that's mm -hmm. since the last time we've talked, um, I've been very fortunate in being able to connect with some of those conversations that previously I would have alluded. Um, and I credit the process a, a lot to what we've been talking about um, and really trying to observe that whole conversation, being curious enough to see it through and then actually doing it and seeing, comparing, learning, evolving and repeating. And that's really been where I'm at. Um, as far as my results are concerned, I'm very pleased with it. And what's more is it's a very satisfying thing to know that the concept works and well, living it makes the difference. Yeah, that's, I mean, and, I, and I think that's, I mean, you can talk about all of this, talk about all the stuff to your boot in the face, but it, to the point is you, you actually have to get out there, right? You have to take some action. You got to do some stuff, right? And, well, um, yeah, sorry. And, and really, when we start talking about some of the the parallel uh, law of attraction type stuff where you think and you think and you think, that means nothing unless you do. Yeah. Um, and that's the practical application. And really, to be able to do that is to overcome some of that internal adversity um, that I'm challenged with. And this is something I go through regularly. Yeah. Uh, so it's a good thing. Fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's um the uh, yeah, my homework was really quite interesting. So, so I, um, I had this lofty thing that you know, so high and mighty that I was the, going the to internal point, critic. Yeah, yeah, well, it was the I was going to point out, and I think I was defend those not present. So I was going to notice in my world where people were being judgmental, and I would stand up for them, right? And um, oh my god, so so none of that happened. But what, what did happen was realize how judgmental I was being like, I mean, I, I was just so totally flabbergasted by the whole, the whole situation. I was like, Oh my God, Ron, like you're, you're, you're like, you're judgmental everywhere. <laughs> so it was really, really quite interesting. Um, uh, I, I expected a um, couple of things that I, that I noticed was the um, uh, very much biased against people that were with what I judged as less experienced. Um, younger than me, which is half the workplace, right? You know, if not more. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just, I was just, I, I, I felt myself catching myself going, what does this, what does this kid know, right? <laughs> and I thought, wait a second, where the heck are you coming from, right? It was, it was really, really profound. And that, you know, and, and I really had, you know, to use the model, step back and go, wait a second, Ron, that's, um, how do you be curious here? How do you, you know, how do you engage from a listening perspective? And, and, and having done so, some, some insights kind of came in of, of, adding value to the conversation and, and perspectives that I, that I would have normally, um, um, you know, kept at arm's length. Right. Um, uh, the other one was just, just less patience. Like, I mean, I, f I found myself being, you know, especially when, you know, so, you know, I talk pretty fast, right? So I was getting, I encountered, there was this one particular situation where the person, they, they were just naturally slower and I was getting so impatient with them that, um, and I said, why is like, that's another judgmental thing. Um, uh, you know, so once again, you know, you connect with curiosity and um, once again, had got some valuable, um, uh, you know, building a valuable relationship instead of just, you know, um, uh, shutting it down. Yeah. That's, that's profound. I, the, the judge in the judge, and you think of everyone else as being like yourself, and when they're not, 
it's a feedback almost that's ironic that self perpetrates itself, right? Yeah, exactly. It was, it's, it, I've been using the term that kind of describing it as I've been walking around with my shields up and um, uh, not letting anybody in, keeping everybody at arm's length. And, you know, I'm in my own little bubble and kind of doing my own thing. And it's really kind of, it's, it's kind of what I'm saying in my head is shields down, Ron. <laughs> Take your freaking shields down, right? You know? Um, and it's just, it's just like, an, an, I think it's been part of that whole, I don't know, maybe it was the in part of, just combination of everything. And then, you know, with putting the workshop and, and wanting to be open and, and uh, to, um, to get some feedback on the, the conference that I went to and, and connect with you know, some great people. It, it's just like, okay, whoa, shields down. And uh, just having like really great conversations um, uh, by being curious, right? Well, some of the things that I'm hearing uh, is you're doing a lot of things, um, but I don't really know if, while having those shields up, you're actually able to take in and observe some of those really cool things that have been happening. Um, and in so doing, by judging the people around you, you're cutting yourself off from your own experience, perhaps. Yeah. And that's, uh, nature is a funny thing that way. Kudos uh, to you for realizing it. Uh, that takes a very big person to do. Um, and even more so to action it. And that's out of your comfort zone. It's exactly what we challenged ourselves to do. And uh, good on you for recognizing. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it really, really, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Thomas. Um, uh, I should recognize your, your recognition. <laughs> so thank you. Um, yeah, it was, because um, it really started me thinking and, and I started thinking about blind spots. Right, because so we can get so caught up into our own reactive behavior, because that's really what the whole point is here. So we're we're noticing this automatic behavior. These are you know we have our you know, preconceived beliefs, the rules we live by, and um, we're trying to understand how is that you know keeping us um, from you know taking moving us on our, our mindfulness journey, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it, yeah, it was just really quite, um, you know, so I, you know, of course I wrote an article on it. <laughs> of course. I would expect nothing less. On the blind spot piece. Actually, I was so inspired that I actually created a whole assessment, a blind spot assessment. So I ripped this, I, uh, I did a bunch of research on, on some, foundation on some, I've always kind of wanted to create this, this, this little type of assessment thing. So I had, I had a lot of the material, but I dusted it all off. And I actually, it's, it's like a 15 question questionnaire. And um, it allow you to see your, um, are you one of the, your primary blind spot. Now we kind of have them all, but it, it, to me, there's the real three key. Um, there's the, you know, this, what I call the protecting, the protecting type. So this is, this is me. I'm caught up in my head, keep the shields up um, um, uh, type of thing. There's the complying. So this is kind of the heart type. Um, relationship based, right? So they, 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 they're, they're reactive by not wanting to, you know, you know, um, uh, upget anybody upset. Right. So, um, they're, they're, they, they kind of comply. So complying types will have a tendency to put their goals aside for others. Mm -hmm. Right. Almost appeasement comes into mind. Yeah, well, exa exactly. Right. You know, I don't want to rock the boat, you know, that, that type of piece. Right. Um, and then the third one is, um, uh, the controlling type. So this is the type that they're much more from a strength perspective. So it's, it's the, you know, doing the head, heart and, and, you know, the gut or intuition or will. Sometimes you hear, you hear that term. Um, uh, but these are the, you know, they, 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 um, 
they re, uh, their auto reaction is about making sure everything's under control, right? So they're much more aggressive um, in, in their approach. And I think, I mean, saying those three types, I mean, and it, you can be different type in different situations. You can be one way at work, one way with your friends, one way at home. I mean, so there's, and, but we all have these, these styles. So a part of the, the assessment is it kind of, you know, gives you an action plan to notice the behaviors um, that you, you might be, um, uh, uh, you know, defaulting to and uh, an action plan of what, of what you're based on you. Cause each one has a strength too. Each type has a strength. So we're leveraging mm -hmm. that strength so that you can move forward. Hmm. Anyway, well, I can see a very pretty yeah. flow chart coming out of this, Ron. No, exactly. That's me, right? I get my mind map going and uh, look out there, buddy, right? So, uh, <laughs> so, so, so it sounds like homework. Um, you, you've, uh, you, you, you got some fantastic results on your own. You're, you're seeing some momentum. Uh, mm -hmm. my, uh, I, I opener for me, I was on my high and mighty judgmental high horse <laughs> and uh, got, uh, um, got taken down a few inches, which is uh, totally fine because it was fantastic, uh, fantastic learning. Um, which kind of leads us to, I guess, our next set of homework. So the next, um, the, our next mission, if we choose to accept it. And before so this we is, go there, sorry, before I, I, I've been wanting, just jumping at the teeth, something that I'd like to sure, include perhaps, and I, I wanted to get this out there because I think this is important as part of the link of understanding. And that's, your perception becomes your reality. Yeah. Uh, so like you were looking before previously through some of those filters, everything else got cut out and that's your blind spot. Now, if you were able to assess your set of incoming parameters and understand, you know, are you the controller? Are you more the non-rock boater? Um, you can look to proactively change your state of mind to change some of the input, thus, altering your reality well said thank you now i got that in so that's <laughs> cool yeah yeah cool yeah it's 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 use it's it's noticing and once again it's all about awareness folks right so it's <laughs> noticing when you when you, you you are being judgmental um because keep, keep in mind we're wired to be judgmental right so this is it's not it's not wrong to be judgmental i mean it, it's the the, the there's no such thing as a limiting belief because um, all beliefs are limiting, right? <laughs> right? Cause at some point you're, you're making a choice over a or B, right? So the, the question is, is it useful? Uh, well, here it is. And I mean, if you're a caveman and you're looking at a strawberry or a saber toothed tiger, you're going to make a pretty quick judgment that one is perhaps a little bit more, how shall we say threatening? Yes. Um, and I believe that carries on to our conversations, whether we know it or not, we see strawberries and tigers all day long and it's up to the sorting system to figure it all out. Yes, yes. And that's where the mindfulness techniques to, to let you know. So you, you know, depending on where your, 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 your type is, um, noticing, and, and, th and I think you even started off in the beginning saying, you know, we're all, we're all dealing with some sort of fears. It, it's, and we have these fancy words you know, I got, in, I'm getting a little anxious, uh, a little sad, or it's all, all these things, all these words, these adult words we use all just comes back down to fear. Mm -hmm. um, at some point we're getting an amygdala hijack <laughs> um, and it's all different various degrees, right? And, and um, being, just being able to notice that, sit and to be able to sit with it as opposed to resisting it, right? 
Well, and that's a driver, uh, a key driver is uh, fear, fear and greed, I guess, are the two. And with the fear, it compels you to act um, whether or not it is in your best interest. Mm -hmm. Now, when we start sitting with it, you can actually look at it, label it, um, and then start to process it using your adult brain, I guess, as opposed to uh, the caveman mechanism. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cool. Okay. So um, anything else to add? And because I should have asked you anything else to add? Well, we uh, uh, no, I think we're, we're pretty good with, with where things ended up uh, so far. I'm, I'm quite pleased with where the conversation has gone. Cool. Cool. So now let's get into our commitment for next, uh, till the next time we meet. So mm -hmm. we're going to move into the next measure, measure of mindful, um, leadership uh, called practice so so the this is the this is mastery versus mediocrity and um, so this is really a kind of now it's kind of interesting because this whole experiment is really a um, for us to practice the 12 measures right so each Absolutely. week each month we're, we're so so we're, we're so so i was trying to figure out how to frame or what we would do specifically from practice because we're really the whole thing is about practicing a particular technique right so okay. how we how we get better right so a couple of things that i was kind of thinking from a framing perspective that might help us um figure out what to do um so first one is uh, is a model what i call t skill development so if you think about the letter t Right, so you got along the top and uh, and, the, and the deep uh, and, the, and the long part of the um, the T. Um, the from a skill perspective, so we have you know so 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 my skills um, you know so, you know around from a leadership perspective, I could be bouncing around you know you know particular you know, you know I could learn you know how to you know um, oh, I mean, list off all you know all the various leadership skills. What what is it, where am I going to go deep? That's where the the T stands for, right? So as a, um, when I was a computer programmer way back when, I, you know, I could learn various languages, um, different computer languages, uh, different types of computers, different, you know, different uh, libraries of code bases and whatnot. And, and but it was, you're, you get, you, mastery is about going deep within a, within a finite niche, uh, as opposed to trying to be a math jack of all trades. So that's what I call I think, that key skill. Okay, and I, I mean, there are very eloquent ways to put it. If I look at it through my filtered little lens, I see it as setting an attention, um, an intention, um, and then from there making the declaration and then being held accountable to that declaration. So like you said, identify your niche, and commit to it, and then let others know about it. And hence our podcast, where we go deep with each other's intentions and um, hold each other accountable. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I think so. I, I'm so yeah, so that's kind of the ongoing practice piece because because and and the the, the other the um, there was another model that was kind of coming to mind, and um, uh, skill development is not like a linear line going, you know, um, diagonal as I'm trying to draw here <laughs> over the podcast, the fingers uh, are moving, yes. but it doesn't go up at a 45 degree angle. Right. So it, it's, and it's not a straight line, right. It's more like a set of steps. Right. So, and, and I, I practice what I, what I call something called quantum learning. 
It's something I made up. Don't look it up because it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but, well, it will now. But exactly, there exactly. And, so we're going to coin this term. So, so I kind of view it as um, blocks of information. So, so different types of thing, and they fall into place, and they fill up the step. And once that last block falls into place, we have a leap. We were able to go up to the next step. Okay. Um, right. So it, it, to me, there was that aha moment that I had a few weeks ago. I was at the mindfulness conference, this think compassion, last block fell into place. Holy shit. I get it. Uh, awareness um, moved up to the level and next to the next step. And, and it's like, okay, now I'm operating up here. Um, and um, uh, down over there is like a completely different way of viewing the world now. Right. So, and now, so it, it's, it's about enjoying that plateau and allowing the blocks to fall into place, right? So that's where, that's where things like the games model and, and whatnot is useful because you're, you're, you're experimenting with different things and then eventually whatever it is falls into place and you're able to move up. Congratulations, you have leveled up your character. Yeah, well, very much, exactly. It's, it's very much a games, games, uh, games uh, well, using the games model, there you go. There's, there, there's a nice little metaphor for uh, absolutely. Yes, that's quite nice. Uh, and literally and figuratively, you can see um, as you start practicing that and start enhancing your skill set, it becomes easier. You do it quicker. You're able to focus in on it. And so it develops its own energy. And uh, yeah, that's actually very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess the, the I mean, to, to me, where you want to focus in on your, you know, where you're going to invest your um, kind of the biggest bang for your buck from a practice perspective is based on your, your, your strengths. So um, I, th I think you've done, you think you've done the strength finder um, um, from the Gallup. Uh, yeah. So yep. yeah, I, I think we've talked about this in the past, but strength 2.0 is, is the latest one. And once again, I'll, have an, I'll, I'll put these, this link on the, on the podcast, uh, but it's a great little assessment. It, it's not free, um, but they have different levels of it. And uh, I forget the price point, but um, you know, but if you get the book, you get a code, be able to take the assessment. So mm -hmm. I, think the, I think the code is like 30 bucks or something. The book's like 30 bucks. Um, anyway, it's the, um, uh, it, it, I've, I really connected when, when I took this years ago on the strength that it provided from my perspective. And it really kind of, um, you know, set me on a path of, you know, um, you know, learning strategy and, um, uh, you know, you know, focus and my, 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 my way to synthesize information and build these, this, we're joking about the mind maps and all these processes of the workshop and how all this stuff comes together. I thrive on doing stuff like that. So to me, that's where I've gone deep. Um, and I think it's useful to, to do, to focus in on your strengths in that particular area. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. I took the Strength Finder 2.0 as well. Um, and I resonated with that uh, too. Um, I'll have to follow up and, uh, uh, I guess, review the top five. What I took away from it was a little different in that what you have as strength is also your weakness if you look at it mm -hmm. alternatively. So to every coin, there's a flip side. And for me is not only knowing what I'm good at, but also the void in where I'm not good at. And ultimately in a team environment, in a corporation um, or in a group, as the case may be, if you know your other's teammate strengths, you can then supplement your weaknesses to then become higher performing all around. Well, that, well, that's it. And I think this is where, because uh, I think um, your, your, your strengths are much more on the relationship side and my much, mine were much higher on the, um, 
um, you know, the strategy side type of thing. And, and not that we don't, can't do either one, but that's why I, I almost kind of view it as a yin, yin and yang, right? I mean, that's why mm -hmm. we connect so well, right? So you, you have that natural, um, you know, ability to, to, to connect and, and me, I have to work at that, right? So um, it's, it's just, yeah, to your point, we, we're better together, right? One plus one equals three, <laughs> right? Well, we all acknowledge that you're a cyborg with your uh, critical thinking abilities. Uh, so thank you for your compliment. I will take my humanity and uh, wallow in it as the case may be. Yeah, but yeah absolutely. Well, yeah. Welcome to the board collective. There you go, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Resistance is futile, Ron. You know that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, okay. So we, we've talked about a, f a few things around um, the idea of, you know, walking the path of mastery and, and kind of going deep. So um, do you have a sense, Thomas, how now that we've talked about giving you a little bit of framing on what you would want to kind of, you know, you know master um, or whatever that practice might be for you in the next four weeks? Absolutely. And uh, really to, to put it bluntly is to level up. Uh, so I have the core. I understand uh, what it is and how the process works. And really now is to build the sustainability and the consistency of the, the habit building formula uh, and to really see now this thing build up inertia. So I think I mentioned to you earlier, um, we're still three weeks out from the end of the quarter. I've met my targets already. Now it's time to really focus in and blow them out of the water. How do I do that? I focus on the mastery of the process that I've been able to identify and really crank it out. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, for, for me, I, I think it's, it's, um, being more conscious of, of using the games model. Um, you know, so I've, you know, I've, I've designed this thing. It's, it's, it's so, it's so much a part of me uh, and I've realized and, and I've been able to pull this pattern out of, um, uh, you know, basically kind of seeing the, the, my behavior over the years. And that's what kind of led me to, to, um, to, to create it and, and seeing the, seeing, seeing the patterns. Right. Um, uh, but I want to be much more conscious of, you know, being able to say, yeah, okay, I'm actually practicing this thing. Right. So it's, I, I'm realizing I kind of do it almost in, you know, uh, intuitively. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and I also, I, I almost want to kind of see, it's almost like de deconstructing your, uh, your tennis swing. <laughs> right. Right. So, so you, you, you have this natural ability to be able to do whatever. And, um, but to kind of ratchet it up, you you need to kind of you know maybe you know um, break it down a little bit so that you can even you know do it even better uh, in the next iteration right so uh, yeah I, I, to go into your world for just a moment I think some reprogramming is required here there you go and uh, you know you assess your software and you uh, you update as necessary the operating system exactly apply whatever patches that need to be going right and so you don't get the blue screen of death coming up <laughs> we have had enough as a windows person I, I that's right i'm a mac guy so I, I don't i don't get the uh, the blue screen anymore so um but uh anyway cool so and, and i guess yeah so so i want to practice the, this game's model um a bit more uh, intentionally um and i also i, I guess part of the this the overall um and it's, it's kind of kind of where i'm at so now that now that we've done this workshop the, you know, the first iteration of the, the Mindful Leaders Workshop, uh, I'm starting to piece together what version two is going to look like. So I've, I've got this rough outline, uh, but to me, that's my path of mastery, right, is to, is to living and breathing this model so that I can bring it to the world. And um, so uh, definitely over the, yeah, for the next few weeks, uh, I have uh, some plans for um, 
uh, you know, the, the, the next version of the toolkit, which is, you know, the kind of that here's the email series. And so that everybody can learn this particular tool. I got some ideas for some uh, additional um, uh, programs. And then obviously the, the actual next version of the uh, course, uh, which we're going to launch version two in September. So um, yeah, so kind of laying the foundation for that. So and continuing to continuing to practice. So um, so I think we got have a we have a good. Um, I'm not sure how long we've been talking, but it's actually been a while. I think so. We probably have a very good length of a podcast going here. So uh, so Thomas, I think uh, do you have anything else to add before we sign off? No, I actually I think uh, we're we're onto something good. Uh, I wish you well in your journey. I know that uh, what you're doing uh, is something that can be utilized and i believe that many people can benefit from this so i compliment you on what you're doing um please uh please do so responsibly and uh make sure that the, the groove is well worn and uh i think that you'll you'll get somewhere with that yeah for fantastic sure. yeah and and for you I, I think it's it's um i'm, I'm excited to see uh, as you hit your your quarter end what sort of uh, progress you make as you uh, continue to practice this i think it's going to be fantastic so thank you Cool. So uh, everybody, so Thomas, have a good week or sorry, good month. Uh, everybody, thanks, thanks for tuning in and um, we'll see you in a few weeks.